Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Stacy, everyone who's been listening for a while will immediately know that our partnership with Fancy Sprinkles is bringing me unending joy. It's making my fun mom summer easy and delicious. I know this might be the absolute most on-brand partnership for you that we have <laughs> ever had. Both of us have been longtime fans, but you're the one who turned me on to Fancy Sprinkles in the first place. I've been buying Fancy Sprinkles for years and tell everyone who will listen, seriously, that they should buy Fancy Sprinkles too. Not only do they have a ton of gorgeous color combinations, but their sprinkles are truly delicious. They don't have that waxy flavor or get mushy. Even on ice cream, Fancy Sprinkles stay crunchy and sweet. And here's the thing. Fancy Sprinkles isn't just about sprinkles. My kids and I have been using their easy candy for nearly everything this summer. They're like mini chocolate chips, but vanilla flavored, that come in a microwavable piping bag. Think candy melts without any of the mess or stress. You heat the bag for 60 seconds in the microwave, snip the tip, and then drizzle the melted candy on your favorite everyday treats. Popcorn, pretzels, ice cream, anything really to make them fancy. Don't stop there either. We also use them to coat frozen fruit, cereal treats, energy bites, and more. And of course, we add fancy sprinkles on top. It's so easy that even my younger kids can do it by themselves. Yes. And did I mention that Easy Candy is the only branded candy melts that comes in a microwavable bag for easy cleanup? <laughs> That's my favorite part. You literally throw the bag away when you're done. That's all you need to do to clean up. As much as we love easy cleanup, you know that I have to end with the most important part. Easy candy tastes so good, especially with some fancy sprinkles on top. To order easy candy and pick up some sprinkles too, head on over to fancysprinkles.com slash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y to get 20% off your first order. That's fancysprinkles.com slash 
D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. So all of a sudden you have all this creamy flavored ricotta, tomatoes on top and a crusty loaf. And that feels so much more like quote unquote dinner than just like a plain tomato salad. It implies effort without cooking. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Before we get into this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And if you find yourself with an extra minute, I mean, even just like 30 seconds, leave us a reading and a review too. Those readings help other busy parents at Home Cooks find us. Today we're talking about how to not cook this summer. (laughs) How not to cook. We're done. Kitchen closed. We've done similar episodes, I feel like, in the past summers where it's like low-cook meals, no-cook meals, which are great for like single meal strategies. But I think we need some like bigger picture strategies because I'm really tired of cooking. We're done. Um, So (laughs) done. done. I think everybody's done. I don't know what the stats are elsewhere, but in New York, restaurants are slammed. Yes. People are done. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to cook ever again. <laughs> don't make yeah. me. Do not make me cook this summer. And it's funny because I was talking to my husband about it and Mike was like, oh, that's like really interesting data and like pattern behavior. You know, he loves that kind of stuff. And I was like, yes, but it's different for family cooks. Like yeah. we don't really have the same option to be done. And a lot of times... Again, I I believe this comes from a place of privilege, but there's a lot of times when we say we're done and we want to be done and we probably can be more done than we allow ourselves to be. But there's a lot of guilt about like, what are the kids eating? And like, not this summer, folks, not this summer. Everything is good. Whatever you can do to be outside feeling safe and connected to the people you love is what you do. The food is secondary. <laughs> we are not having a hot girl summer. We are having a fed family summer. Fed is best. However, you're Absolutely. getting it done. Absolutely. So I do think we should talk about meal ideas and then people can revisit those other two no cook episodes. We'll make sure yeah. to link to them on the site. But I want to take a step back and talk about strategies. I mean, I'm very curious to hear what you have to say because I just have, I think, just one (laughs) basic strategy, which is just rewiring yourself to think about dinner differently. Make dinner more expansive. You know, and we've said this before. We post about, we post little cute things like this on our Instagram, like, you know, whatever works, cereal is a dinner, but like for real, for real, this is not cute for social media. Like cereal is dinner. If you're lucky enough to have food on the table and your bellies are full, I I don't care what you ate. It counts. (laughs) A hundred mini carrots and ranch dressing dinner. 50 to 60 olives dinner. Done. A hundred percent. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I think also there's something important you hit on the like privilege of being able to be like, oh, I'm done and we're just going to eat out. And I think some of the strategies that both of us might lean on are like, 
getting meal kits or getting sort of like pre-made components from the grocery store or local restaurants. Those things can be a lot more expensive. So I'm going to push both of us to be like, okay, but how can you set yourself up to cook less this summer without necessarily like having to have a whole new line item on your budget or like, you know, take out a loan to feed everybody this summer? Absolutely. And I do think that we have a lot of great no cook recipes in those other episodes, but we'll go through some of the ones that we think are key in this episode and also just talk about great, affordable, no cook ingredients to have on hand that make it easy. Okay. So where should we start? Should we talk about like, well, do you have any other big picture strategies before we dig in? I mean, one is the idea of like meal prepping once a week and not like, I know every, you know, that's still cooking. That's one day of cooking. But if one day of cooking allows you to not cook for three days or five days, I consider that a huge win. And that's a really easy way to like stick with your budget, like probably food you're already buying and you already know that your family loves and really just shifting all of the work into one part of the week where maybe you have some more time or some more bandwidth. And then that makes the summer easier. That the idea of also like batching things, like if you have your oven on already because you're making cookies, because that's what you really wanted for dinner, (laughs) maybe putting some chicken in the oven too, or, you know, some bacon, something that you can turn into a no cook meal later in the week, I think is, is like a overarching strategy that you can use to cook less this summer. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think that it doesn't have to be hard because again, this the whole point is to keep things simple and easy. So, you know, you don't have to batch Instagram worthy salads that have tons of components that are in all cute little containers lined up on your counter. I mean, we're talking about throwing beans into an instant pot, packing your oven with a bunch of sheet pans and veggies or whatever you have on hand that's about to turn in your fridge, you know, just keeping it really simple and using that heat element, whether it's some from a device you plug in, your air fryer, your oven, just once and then having stuff on hand all week that you can pull together in a kind of random hodgepodge ways. And think about ingredients that are good at room temperature or cold too. So like pulled meats and beans and, you know, roasted vegetables can be good at room temperature and you can even dress them and eat them at room temperature. They don't have to be hot because you don't want to have to reheat things necessarily. Chopped salads come to mind too, where it's like you're just chopping up a bunch of things and put, and maybe you're like using a can of beans and draining it and using your favorite bottle dressing. And it's like something that you can make once a week and then can be eaten in pitas or can be eaten over lettuce or whatever throughout the week. Yeah. You know, you talked about canned beans. We, I have re-fallen in love with some canned foods because I recently did a big haul from the Greek supermarket. And there are these canned giant beans in like a dilly tomato broth and some 
flat green beans. Oh my gosh, it's escaping my mind what they're called. Broad beans, mm-hmm. like stewed that come canned. It's a very like home style Greek thing. My grandmother used to make it from scratch, but I bought a whole bunch of cans because I was like, oh, this will be a really easy lunch for me. And they have been fantastic. So yes, we talk a lot about like tinned and canned fish and regular canned beans like chickpeas. But if you have a local Middle Eastern market, Greek market, Asian market, it can be a fun thing to do with the kids. Like it's just a place to go to kill some time on a weekend and do a little exploring and just buy a bunch of like flavored canned stuff too, where it's not just an ingredient to using your cooking, but you can actually like, I can eat these Greek beans right out of the can. Okay, but you're hitting something that doesn't require you to go to any special supermarket either, which is a lot of times... internet? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, go ahead. But I was going to say, a lot of times we default to like the unseasoned variety of rice or beans or whatever it might be in the supermarket. But maybe this is not the summer to do that. Maybe this is the summer to buy the like flavored beans. So you have one less step, like you really can just throw them into a salad or something and not have to worry about like, oh, what sauce do I have that goes with this? I'm trying to think of examples of other foods that like you can choose to buy pre-seasoned and maybe we just don't always. Like I think of I think of rice because you can get like the seasoned packets of rice that are easier to faster to cook. I think yeah, totally. Beans. beans like dozen cousins we love, yep. right? Tuna fish Tuna also. Yes. Yeah. Like this is the time to buy this, this season tuna. Maybe you spend a little bit more on that. And actually I did a reel on my personal account at Stacy Billis where I show the Greek beans that I was just okay. talking about and a pesto tuna that I've been getting too. So yes, I did so it. It's like a reel about lunch. Instagram. <laughs> there you go. But like I shared it in the context of quick, healthy lunches for me, but actually that's another great strategy in general. Like when you think of feeding yourself a lunch, what are the strategies you employ? Because I feel like sometimes we compartmentalize and we have certain strategies. My family needs to have like a protein, a veggie side and a starch. But like if I'm just feeding myself during the middle of the workday and no one is around, like I am making a cheese plate with pepperoni and hummus and like not even yeah. a cucumber, like a mini cucumber, not even really sliced. I'm just like, I'll eat it and dip it. No problem. But something you said also made me think of frozen foods that you can choose to buy preseason. You know, like we, I'm a big fan of keeping frozen peas and some like vegetables, like broccoli and sweet potatoes in the fridge. But now you can find them like pre-season where it's literally like steam in the bag and then you have a veggie side and that can, I know it's summer and that everyone else would be like, just go to your farmer's market. Just eat the tomatoes <laughs> right now. Friends, buy the bag broccoli with the seasoning on it, steam it in the bag. If that is keeping you from cooking, like if that keeps you from cooking, uh, it's a win. I, I, I completely agree. And you know, the whole farmer's market and fresh produce thing I will say that like, you know, we both agree with that as well, but I think, you know, it's like a hierarchy of needs. Like number one is just get everyone fed using whatever budget and energy and wherewithal that you personally have. 
you know, take care of yourself first. You can't, it's like on an airplane. You can't save anyone else (laughs) until you save yourself first, right? Then after that, you know, it's true that the produce is really beautiful. And just remember that if you go that route, it doesn't have to be hard. Good bread, crusty bread, and sliced tomato with mayo and salt and pepper, it like seriously does not get better. Like I could eat that for dinner every night in the summer and there's such a short window of time. So do that, like keep it easy. The whole point of fresh seasonal produce is that it doesn't need a heavy touch. You know, it's meant to be easy. Like use your mandolin, shave it, make a salad, done. Don't overcomplicate things. What I took from that, Stacey, is, and probably very revealing of my personality, is like how you can just turn a loaf of bread into dinner. I mean, listen, <laughs> I I think sandwiches, you know, toasts, tartines, if you're French, like whatever you want to call it, but crusty bread and great simple ingredients, whether it's that flavored tuna and, you know, maybe you've splurged on, or maybe you haven't, who cares? White beans mashed with some capers and white wine vinegar oil and thinly sliced red onion, just tomatoes, just fresh ricotta and whatever vegetables looked good at the market. Like that's, those are all amazing meals in my opinion. And they're perfect summer meals. Somehow that led me to the idea of, again, this is a little bit of cooking, but you sort of said this, like, how can you cook without actually having to turn on the oven and do a ton of assembly? The idea of like taking your regular sandwich bread, buying a great tomato, slicing it thinly, putting some shredded cheddar on it and popping it into the air fryer to make sort of like a a tomato melt. Or you could do that with tuna or with the white beans or whatever without having to like actually cook. And then that's great. That's another great tool where it's like, okay, I'm going to set this stuff out. These are your choices. Everyone can make their own toast. And honestly, like your six-year-old can put their piece of bread in the air fryer and you can help them pull it out and you're actually not cooking, which is another thing we haven't gotten to yet in this episode, although we've talked about it in the past, is like, this is a summer to ask for help or to like share help. Maybe you do a sw- like a dinner swap with another family where it's like you cook one meal one week and then they cook one meal the next week and you guys just share the meal. I'm curious what Stacey, who revealed herself in our summer entertaining uh, episode to be a little bit of a germaphobe, <laughs> would you do that? If one of your friends was like, listen, I'll bring you a meal this week if you can bring me a meal next week. Would you do it? I have like, I I have, yes, I have a handful of friends who I would do that with. I can think of uh, one, two, three. I'm very lucky. A lot of my friends are great cooks. Yeah. So like right off the top of my head, I can think of four people right off the bat who like, absolutely. I would do that. And also it feels more contained somehow when you're like, listen, like I'm going to prep these things and I'll make these like three meals, you make three meals, as opposed to doing it for a party or a potluck where it's like five different people bringing five different salads and dishes. I don't know. It feels a little bit more contained and intentional and planful or something as opposed to a free for all. (laughs) Maybe I'm not a germaphobe, maybe I'm a control freak. We already knew this. Oh my God. We already knew this. Okay. (laughs) What about you? What about you? Would you trade? I would. I would. I feel like 
the pleasure of someone else cooking food for me is so, I think we've talked about this before. I sometimes have the experience where people feed me and they're like, oh, like I felt really nervous about what to feed you because you're like a food editor and you just must like cook all this great food all the time and eat all this great food all the time. But like, honestly, you could serve me like bread and cheese and it could, and I would be happy. Like the idea that someone else did the planning, the shopping and the execution of dinner, like it could be, it literally could be anything and I would be so happy. Yeah, so I I totally would. Also, I want to do a little bit more delegating of cooking and coming up with meal ideas to my kids this summer. I always talk about oh, yeah. it. And I feel like we've I've personally really fallen off the boat of like getting them to cook with me and getting them more involved in the food choices. I I got to delegate some stuff. I need some help cuz I yeah. don't want to cook. Um think about it. I think that that's great too. And having those kinds of ingredients that we've been talking about, whether, you know, plain canned beans are already flavored, tinned fish. Also, we didn't talk about some refrigerator stuff like prepackaged kimchi, which maybe not for little kids, but kimchi pickles, having lots of different kinds of pickles on hand. All of these great, like no cook flavor enhancers. You mentioned olives, which is really great. Things that are great on snack boards or that are really like nice and savory and satisfying. AKA cheese. Yeah. Cheese, (laughs) like things that you can add to salads that make salads feel much more satisfying. Pickled spicy things. I find that spicy foods like pickled jalapenos can take something that might feel a little too light, L I T E. You know, I'm like, yeah, this isn't dinner. Like, I want more. But you add spice or heat, you know, at least on the grown up version, and you're like, ah, like now I feel satisfied. It's really important to have those things on hand for this kind of cooking. And also, those kinds of things help younger kids put meals together because they're more assembling than cooking, which is great. Assembling. Yes. It's a whole strategy that we kind of mentioned at the beginning, but we haven't really talked about and sort of like you're alluding to it and you're saying like having all these flavorful things on hand. Yep. It will continue to be a season of bagged salads for me. I cannot, will not stop with the Taylor Farms chopped salad kits and they're (laughs) like, Okay, so you buy a chopped salad. Maybe you buy three, like I do regularly now in my weekly shop. And then you buy like rotisserie chicken or some pre-grilled chicken and tortillas. And you can have wraps for dinner. Or you can just have a salad topped with with stuff. You could turn a chopped salad kit and pre-made burger patties like you throw in the air fryer into like a burger sandwich with mm-hmm. on bun. Before we dig into more, let's take a quick minute to hear from our sponsors. Megan, guess what I'm cooking? That, my friend, is the unmistakable sound of sizzling bacon. So you know I need to know more about what's happening in your kitchen right now. You're right. It's bacon from my latest Moink box. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pasture pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon direct to your door and straight into my pan. I love Moink, too. We both talked on the show about how we choose eating less meat to ensure it's quality meat, and Moink makes it so easy. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and Moink meat is free of antibiotics and hormones. Quality meat at fair prices shipped right to you. It doesn't get any easier. 
And because Moink sources from family farms, getting your meat from Moink means that you're also helping those farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. You know what I'm going to say next, right, Billis? We love quality and convenience, but taste is the bottom line. And with Moink, you get the highest quality meat you've ever tasted. Word on the street is that Moink was featured on Shark Tank, and host Kevin O'Leary said that Moink's bacon was the best he's ever tasted. Clearly, I concur. Sign up at moinkbox.com D-I-J-F-Y to get one year's worth of free bacon, and then pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. Change what you get each month and cancel any time. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time only at moinkbox.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Megan, remember this winter when I was all about enlightened ice cream bars and desserts like their single-serve cheesecakes? How could I forget when I was all about them, too? Well, as much as I still love those, I am declaring it the summer of Sundays, as in ice cream Sundays. This season, I am all about grabbing pints of delicious creamy ice cream so that I can make all kinds of dreamy ice creamy Sundays. I am so here for this, and there are so many enlightened pint flavors that are perfect for whipping up other ice cream desserts, from homemade ice cream cakes to shakes and floats. Mm, yes, all of the above. I have been digging into their light ice cream, which comes in classic flavors like vanilla bean and mint chip, as well as impossibly indulgent flavors that pack in loads of mix-ins and swirls, like brownies and cookie dough and caramel fudge pretzel. And you know, they offer a similar range of deliciousness in keto and dairy-free options, too. You know what I'm about to add, Phyllis. As much as I appreciate options that make it easy for anyone eating any diet to enjoy quality ice cream, I am just here for the taste. And when it comes to pints, scoopability. And Enlightened never, ever disappoints. I couldn't agree more. And they deliver their feel-good frozen desserts straight to your door. It doesn't get any better than that. The summer of Sundays is on. <laughs> Find out more about Enlightened and where to find them in your local grocery store by visiting eenlightened.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y. And don't forget to use the code D-I-J-F-Y 10 to get 10% off your order plus free shipping. What are some assembly dinners that you guys do? So I want to just take a step back and talking about assembly dinners and salads in particular, that something I've been doing more of lately is a lot of times when you talk about making a salad heftier, people talk about adding croutons, adding heft, adding meat, adding yeah, bread, protein, right? Adding beans. But also I think adding something creamy and hefty to the bottom of the plate. So a lot of dips and sauces so and then piling the salad on top can also be really, really satisfying. So spreading hummus, tzatziki, plain yogurt, yogurt that you flavor really quickly, um, ricotta cheese that you just do some like lemon zest and olive oil, and then putting that on the bottom and then piling those fresh tomatoes and that basil on top. It adds heft like we've been talking about, but also it adds this feeling of, you mentioned this in the entertaining episode, I think, that like satisfying feeling of like serving bread and being able to drag your bread through something, Yeah, you know? So all of a sudden you have all this creamy flavored ricotta tomatoes on top and a crusty loaf. And that feels so much more like quote unquote dinner than just like a plain tomato salad. 
It implies effort without cooking. Yeah. Also, I what love it does. That. I yeah. Love that. Like, I did put some thought and some assembly into this, but I did not actually cook anything. Yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and it's a little composed, and I don't know. It's just like very satisfying. So, I will say we have an episode on dips. And we have a lot of ideas there. A hummus episode. A hummus episode, a sauces episode. Bowl which is like meals. slightly different, but bowl meals. I mean, that's like a whole thing. I mean, there you go. I started this little tangent in response to you saying, what are your assembly meals? We do a lot of bowl meals compared to chopped salads that yeah. you do tons of. So we have a rice cooker where I can make a huge batch of rice at once and then it stays warm literally for days. And that's really nice because then I can just chop a bunch of stuff, prep stuff, bag salad, prep a sauce at the beginning of the week, like some sort of like cilantro creamy goodness. I don't know, cilantro yogurt sauce. And then everybody can kind of make their own. You just open the rice cooker, pile some rice into your bowl, you know, sesame seeds, leftovers, roasted vegetables, fresh vegetables and a little sauce on top and you have something and you know everyone's kind of DIYing and you don't have to cook that night. Yes. Okay. Aside from assembly meals, what are like the other other true strategies where it's like you really like let's throw some money at this problem. We are not cooking. Is your go-to a meal kit or is it No, I've never ordered a meal kit. Not once. I haven't tried a single meal kit. Really? Yeah. Even one potato when they were our sponsor? Nope. No. <laughs> I know. We couldn't get delivery then, right? I live in New York. I don't yeah. even, I have to double check if they still have it now in New York, but they were only on the West. They were only in California when they were sponsored. Yeah. They were brand new. I've never tried a meal kit. So, I mean, maybe years ago for when I was working at Cool Mom Picks, I might've tried one for work, but I don't recall. So I've never used a meal kit. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I live in New York City. Yeah, because it's just as easy to go get a restaurant meal. Yeah, and like we have such like vast, wide, especially now with all the like Uber Eats. Like it used to be that even in New York, you could only get delivery within a certain like geographic area. Now, like I can get delivery from like a favorite spot in Manhattan. Yeah. The food might be a little colder. It might take a little longer, but I can get food from wherever pretty easily. And there's so much affordable, delicious food in New York. So I've never had to use a meal kit. Is that what your go-to is? I know recently it was. Yeah, I've just done it recently. And that was more about moving. I, right now, am in a place where I want to explore Chattanooga. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something like, I don't know, a cook at home experience from a restaurant. I'm trying to think of, there's this great Indian chef here and she has, maybe it's called Spice Trail Chattanooga. We'll link, I'll get it correct and we'll link to it in the show notes. But basically they send you like a kit to prepare the food at home. And some of it, like long cooking things are already cooked for you. And so it really is just assembly based on someone else's recipe. And I think that that's like a great strategy for right now for like eating at home it's not as expensive as like full takeout meals and we're getting to like explore the food world in Chattanooga. That's awesome. Besides takeout and like meal kits, I feel like pre-cooked sausage, canned fish, you know, we talked about pickles of all kinds. 
really quick cooking things like frozen shrimp and rice noodles. I mean, you mm-hmm. could even use a kettle to cook your rice noodles. Like you don't have to necessarily even like dirty a pot. Rotisserie chickens, deli meats, you know, good breads for making sandwiches. Those are like how I really try to pack my pantry. Yeah. And more and more, like I said, making those like sauces, like herbed ricotta, a peanut sauce. You know, think about like Sunday meals, right? Where you'd make like a Sunday sauce and like you take an hour or two hours to make like a nice Sunday meal. In the summer instead, like whip out your blender (laughs) and make a couple of sauces, like make a delicious vinaigrette, like make a sesame scallion sauce, a peanut sauce and like a a good dip and then have that on hand. Of course you say blender and then I'm like, oh, well, Smoothies count as no cook meals. Yes, for also sure. Chilled, chilled soups like that. You could do like a cucumber gazpacho or traditional gazpacho yes. in your blender. And that could be like things that you've grown, things you've gotten in the farmer's market. And there's like, you're literally just adding everything to a blender and assembling it. Yeah. Fruit is really great in the summer. This is the time to like make fruit dinner, fruit on yogurt, fruit in your cereal <laughs> to give your oh, cereal. Speaking of bowls, just do yogurt bowls or breakfast yeah. bowls. Granola, yeah. like in-season strawberries, like that's delicious. And to your point, the like pre-cooked sausages and maybe you get pre-cooked hard-boiled eggs or just do a batch once a week. And that can be like breakfast and lunch and dinner options. I don't think we could talk enough about like all the freezer things that you could get. I love like going to Trader Joe's and getting like their orange chicken. And yes, there's a little bit of cooking in that. I throw it in the air fryer and then toss it with the sauce. But that can be like a shortcut to um, dinner without really having to do like a ton of cooking or getting takeout. Yes. And I, again, when I was at the Greek market, I got, I can't, I don't have so much room in my freezer, but I got like frozen spinach pies, which my kids love and like a bunch of other little like appetizery things. I don't, my kids love that. Like I can go on a snack plate or just make like a boatload of it in the air fryer and the oven. And it just like cooks and serve it up. Okay. Any last call, any more strategies or ideas for not cooking this summer? Well, okay. I want to bring something that I think might be unpopular, (laughs) but I just want to take take one second to talk about not cooking, but for someone who feels like they want to cook a little bit. Do you know what I mean? But like, you don't want the heat, but you like, you know, you're not trying to not cook to get out of cooking completely. You're just trying to not cook because you want something fresh, something light, something different. That's where I default to like a cheese or snack board or like a chopped salad. But what would you? But that doesn't feel like cooking to me. To me, that's like a, I'm trying to cook fast. Like I'm like, I was thinking of, I don't know. And we're going to do a whole episode on this, but like summer seafood, Mm. like chilled summer seafood, like making a ceviche, like exploring different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And an avocado. Like, and these are ideas for when I actually do feel like cooking a little bit and I'm a little bit inspired to get in the kitchen and take a little time to like maybe learn something new or experiment with a new recipe, but I just don't want it to be like heavy and I don't want to turn on the heat. Yeah. A sashimi and like make a ponzu sauce. Like my kids would be psyched if I, they'd be like, what is this? You know? So 
I just want to give a shout out to like crudo and like really simple, raw or marinated seafoods. That's what really comes to mind as a fun way to cook without cooking the summer. Yeah. You could do something like that to like, especially if you're on vacation somewhere coastal and it's like the seafood is so good and probably get some pre-cooked things and then have like shrimp and noodle bowls where you like use chilled noodles or rice noodles, like hand rolls without rice in them, but like packed with veggies and like that poached shrimp or salmon. There's just like a ton I've been just really like crudo, like like raw seafood and like Brightlands lemon oil and a little bit of like some sort of like a little combination of, you know, white wine vinegar and thinly, thinly sliced lemons and like olives on top. I don't know. That sounds so... (laughs) I'm hungry. That sounds like so much effort though also. I'm like... I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like this is for when like you want to put in the effort. Like I, you know, sometimes I do want to do it. Like I do want to get in the kitchen. Like sometimes cooking is my way to get away from my kids. I know. Do we need to figure out a whole episode that is like cooking escapism? Mine is always baking. Yeah. So then I get into the like summer, you know, cobblers, things you can do like on the, you can do cobblers and pandowdies and those whole, like that whole family of fruit with a topping on the grill easily. So you don't have to heat up the oven inside. I want to try cookies and like fun little snacking cakes on the grill this summer, but I haven't gotten there that yet. That sounds so fun. That's but it's my funny. escapism cooking. It's not like fancy seafood. Well, that, that sounds to me like too much work, even though you're like, you can do it on the grill. I'm like, yeah, that's so much work. I can't, but that, that's just like your cooking style. So I wanted to throw it out there in case there's anyone with a cooking style for whom that works. And like, you want a little, like something new and to be inspired in the kitchen. Also, you know, that our listeners are going to have like a million more ideas. Always. They're always smarter than us. Because they're brilliant. So tell us what you're not cooking this summer, what your not new <laughs> cook strategy is for summer 2021 by joining our community at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. We offer a free listeners group there. There's also a supporting membership that comes with tons of juicy, delicious perks, including two exclusive mini episodes every month, live events, lifetime access to our private Instagram feed, which I can't believe we haven't mentioned in this episode because <laughs> that's where the real is going yeah. down and all the things we're not cooking this summer. So you want to get in on that. Although speaking of Instagram, you can also still and forever always find us as at didn't I just feed you. You can also subscribe to our newsletter from there or from our site didn't I just feed you.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to didn't I just feed you wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jay Mendo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gapsick. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Stay sane and well fed until next week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.